0: Scott, did you almost spill a beer? I did not. <laughs> that beer is almost empty. So oh, yeah. That's mean? not really spillage then, is it? No. It wouldn't Just even that. Like your... it. It's not a beer. It doesn't count. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cider. Oh, it's a cider, so it's fine? the reputation is real welcome
1: to the grit city podcast here are your hosts welcome to the grit city podcast i am justin
0: I'm broken. I'm
1: Scott. And Jeff's back there dealing with the live stream. Is J- Jeff, is it working? It's working.
0: Nice. All right.
1: Excellent. Uh, thank you for joining us. If you want more information about what we do, you can go to GritCityPodcast.com. Follow us on uh, all of the social media. I know on Twitter, it's at GritCity. It's GritCityPodcast mm-hmm. on both Facebook and Instagram, right? There's an underscore There's there. There's an underscore there. Oh, yeah. son that of a ass. Grit yeah.
0: underscore city. Uh, Just throw that one in there. They make it confusing. I'll figure it out at some yeah. point in our lives. I think that was actually my fault. <laughs> I think you did all of the other ones yeah. right. I think that was yeah. the only one. I oh, that was right. the only one we could get that way. Oh, it would have been way too many difficult things. And uh, also,
1: if you want to support us, do it via Patreon. Oh, Patreon.com slash Podcast. Uh, much like our bacon savior, Jason, over at
0: Castle Security and Protection. I saw him this morning. Did you? Dude. What was he doing this morning? He was driving his family around in his weird little electric car. He's got an electric car. Yeah, he does. It's a Oh, judgy on that one right yeah. there. Hey, I got a... You got an electric bicycle, <laughs> dude. That's different. How is that different? Because... I'm fat Okay He is not fat So that is supposed To work it out Like that doesn't I I didn't plan this (laughs) Simmer down
1: (laughs) You're not ready For this one No (laughs) I haven't had a beer yet If you do want to Support us We really would appreciate it It'll help us get Some new equipment Because um, I think The board's falling apart Um Patreon.com slash GritCityPodcast. If you know of anybody who might be interesting or fun in the Tacoma area, in the surrounding areas, South Sound and all, uh, send us an email, info at GritCityPodcast.com, or if you are that interesting person, you can do so as well. We do like to see your emails. Yeah. Sometimes we get feedback, too. That's kind of nice. It mm. is kind of nice. Now, keep
0: your feedback to yourself. <laughs> it's just the good stuff. We just want the good stuff. Yeah, so. exactly.
1: Uh, we do have three guests with us today, and I would love for each of them to introduce themselves. Uh, uh, let's start with uh, Melinda. Melinda, how are you doing this morning?
2: I'm doing great. Thanks.
1: And so, what organization are you with?
2: Well, actually, I am with... Um, Citizen Corps Council Mm -hmm. of Pierce County and the Medical Reserve Corps of Pierce
3: County. And I am a CERT member.
1: Oh, perfect. Uh, Next to you is Stephanie. And Stephanie, you are with the MRC as well, correct?
3: I am. I am. I'm between both of these individuals. I also am on the Citizen Corps um, peripheral to Marv here. And then uh, I'm the director of the Pierce County Medical Reserve Corps.
1: And then next next to you is Marv. How are you doing, Marv? Hello, Marv. Yeah, I'm Marv. (laughs) Hi, Marv. How are you doing this morning, Marv? I'm doing great. And so, uh, how are you involved with this Citizen Corps Council? I'm the chairman for the uh, board of directors for Citizen
4: Corps Council. Nice. I've been with them several years, and before that, I was with FEMA for
1: a long time. Wow, okay. And And so, uh, Citizen Corps uh, Corps Council of Pierce County, people can find more information about it at ccc-pc.org. That's correct. Uh, How was it? It was founded from FEMA, Correct.
4: Yeah, it's it's sponsored by FEMA okay. and DHS, and we're in the government chain, and uh, that makes it nice when we deal with the government. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're one of our primary functions is to help coordinate uh, non-government agencies mm-hmm. to local DEMs, but also is in preparing the community and individuals four disasters with our various CERT teams,
1: which are community response mm-hmm. teams, and Medical Reserve Corps. And uh, how did the, uh, from all of you guys, how did the Citizen Corps Council of uh, Pierce County, and, and overall, how did they uh, come into being?
2: Back in 2002, after the um, 9-11, mm-hmm. um, the government um, started a USA Freedom Council. And under that, um Citizen Corps was the head for um volunteer organizations. Um they had um a uh, go ahead and chime in anytime, you guys there's there's a medical reserve corps, there's um neighborhood watch, there's Police Corps, the Cir- VIP, I think it's mm-hmm. called VIPS um Volunteer uh,
0: police. Yeah, safe oh, okay. there's
3: Police. There's. We're acronym people. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was
0: gonna say anytime you guys say an acronym, if you okay. could just yeah, just yeah. explain what it is because um, I don't know for sure. Yeah. So.
2: Um, there's uh, mm-hmm. lots met besides. Mm-hmm. Let's see. So you Think kind of, of. Any others? You guys kind
4: yeah, of. Uh, safe uh, the... streets and there's a few oh, others yeah, okay. and there's. Um, and it's up to each local. Citizens Corps Council what they can best support. Mm, okay. And so and as we keep going on and on, we keep developing other I shouldn't say others, but taking on more responsibilities, if you will. It all depends kind of what you need for your area.
1: And so with Pierce County, which are the ones that you are focusing mainly on then at this point?
4: Well, that that would be the Medical Reserve Corps in mm-hmm. CERT. And also we're working on supporting the four DEMs. Uh, before we used to be what's a DEM uh, Department of Emergency Management.
1: Okay. Ah. Okay. Okay. Like
4: Pierce County, Tacoma, we were all up in Lakewood. They used to have handshake agreements, but uh, due to some recent developments, they've decided to make us a separate entity. Oh. Yeah, and so now we're all have those functions doing them instead of the Pierce County DEM. Ah, okay. So you guys are the are,
1: – are you the go-to then at this point for all of we're, that stuff? We're, we're the go-to for non-government agencies. Okay. Wow. And so with the uh, what – what is the MRC, uh, since you guys are experts with that? What is that specifically uh, – th-
2: I defer to Stephanie,
3: <laughs> she's been doing do that for a long yeah. time. <laughs> Seven years, specifically. So, Wow. Um, plenty, yeah. So the Medical Reserve Corps is a nonprofit uh, medical emergency response organization of volunteers. So we are a branch of the Citizen Corps Council. We're our own organization, but we do the clinical medical services side. So um, if there was any type of situation that we would need to respond with nurses and doctors and therapists and mental health, we would do that. That's our role.
1: Interesting. So is this uh, just an overall sort of anybody can use this, or is this in emergency situations only?
3: Actually, so to Marv's point, we're responsive to Pierce County and all four cities, so we can operate under any of those jurisdictions, but we all do – our our unit's actually very, very active. So um, each county or city may have their own MRC. In this county, we're the only operating MRC, but we're very active. So we do a ton of community work that's wow, okay. both networking yeah. and training to develop us in the event of an emergency.
2: So okay, yeah, go ahead. So you may see, like, there's going to be the t- t- the bike ride that goes to Portland. Seattle to Portland. Oh, yeah, Portland, yeah
1: the yeah. STP, yeah, you'll, yeah, yeah. You'll hmm. see
2: a tent, one of our little tents there with um, MRC volunteers um,
1: have any of you guys actually done the uh, Seattle Portland? Got on the bike <laughs> no. and gone down there? <laughs>
3: <laughs> Not, <laughs> like, no. Not after watching what happens at the oh, first stop.
1: So yeah, so what ha- so what goes on with all of that? Because yeah, like sure.
3: Yeah. well we we see we're the first major stop actually uh, Pierce County from Seattle is the first major first aid stop. Okay. So we've seen some pretty uh, volunteers like to come do this stuff because they see some pretty good road uh, road rash. <laughs> it's we've like had a NASCAR event shoulders, shoulders, or something. Head trauma. Yeah. So we end up we end up triaging those to hospitals but but we'll take care of them right there if we can. So
1: With something like the STP, do you, I, I mean, this is just a random question on this one, but uh, like how many people go through that? Like how many people are you dealing with at this point who could potentially have these major injuries?
3: So we, I think the, I don't know about the bike ride, a couple mm-hmm. thousand people for yeah. sure. At the first aid tent, we have a self-serve. We see over 400 people there. Wow. And then we usually see 50 to 70 and more of our triage where the nurses and the docs are. And those are going to be the, the road rash, the stuff that we need to clean up or maybe mm-hmm. Triage, and then if they need to go to the hospital, we'll we'll Damn. make that assessment. Yeah, no, yeah. So we not, see about.
2: <laughs> we're not the only ones, right? Yep. There's mm-hmm. also um, they also have, uh, um, yep. you know, ambulances and things around. Yep. So, so
3: first responders are around, right. and then actually all the way down the I five corridor, uh, most of the first aid tents are all operated by medical reserve corps in each county. Yep. Wow. Okay. So Thurston, Chehalis, all right. So
0: I'm I'm picturing all of, this is. So let's say the Taste of Tacoma sure. is an event. There's always a medical tent at mm-hmm. things like that. So mm-hmm. that's one of the things that you guys would be a part of.
3: We could. If we were asked to do it, we would just do look at the right. time. And the reason we like to do these are, one, both for um, recruitment, meeting the community, being out there, but also it's a training opportunity for our, network, for our network, both our nurses and our docs and our non-medical folks, one, to get to know each other so that in an emergency they're not... You know, new to each other, but also mm-hmm. so that they're training and learning protocols and procedures. So we use those events to, to train, okay. and that's actually a lot of what Citizen Corps does as so well. So
0: what yeah. you guys probably don't know about me is I'm obviously a very active marathon runner. Sure. <laughs> but if mm-hmm. so, we went to the whatever the Fiesta 5K LA, and there was three different little booths. One of them had mm-hmm. uh, just some firemen there with their little bag, yeah. and then there was a table. This is King County, so it's sure. probably not you guys. But they had a little table, and they had two people that were there, and they were mm-hmm. offering up. And it was just like the medical tent had just looked a little, mm-hmm. looked like the like a first aid symbol just on a little tent, and they were just sitting there helping people with band aids and that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So it's a very similar.
3: It can be. Yep. yep. We range from band aids to.
0: But if somebody needed that, yeah. that kind of service, <laughs> yep. they would contact yep. you guys and say, "Hey, we've got mm-hmm. three thousand fat men running around. We yep. need <laughs> a, a cardiac yep. doctor. We need." Yep. The, an additional yeah. assistance beyond what you're you required to have. Yep, like, and we'll, and we'll have... temper that
3: with first responders as well, right? So okay. we, we want to try to maybe mitigate if we can do a Band-Aid that, you know, okay. a first responder doesn't have to do a Band-Aid. We can mm-hmm. help with that. So, yeah. Yeah,
2: so just they just need to contact MRC, talk to someone there, mm-hmm. and they can – we do this for a lot of things. Yep, uh, We don't just do – Band-Aid stations. Okay. So, <laughs> so
1: what are some of the other things that you guys do as well, then? <laughs> well,
2: I can do the list, but she can rattle it off <laughs> faster.
3: <laughs> um, so, again, as a training model, we do immunizations. We both we do pediatric and adult immunizations. So we do over, over 1,500 kids a year, uh, flu, and then we do about 300 to 400 adults every year, and we serve the homeless population.
1: Now is this something yeah. where you will like, go to like a community center and set exactly. up a date? Oh, okay,
3: cool, perfect. So we'll do school-based events, but we'll also for the adults we'll serve. We serve the shelters in the area, um, and then we'll also have a mobile unit. So this is actually another training model under the health department lens. So we'll support the health department in mass vaccination if there was ever an emergency that would require that. Oh wow! So we use that as a training model as well. But we also then flu vaccinations get out into the,
1: the uh, community. One of the things that just came to mind was the uh, the measles outbreak that we just had. <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm. Going going to have to assume that you had uh, a lot going on when that happened Actually
3: that's really funny that was my pivot if I needed to go there. Yeah, so um so we uh for for the first time we actually had a state MRC response down to our southern partners down there and we sent uh Pierce County specifically spent, sent over twenty people. Wow um, but we actually sent over thirty-five from five other MRCs as well. So Clark County, King, Thurston, Spokane, Pierce.
1: And where did all this it it originate like, in Washington? Was it down
3: yeah, in the Vancouver area? It was or? down south, but okay, okay. but as a public health we're a network and so we support each other and MRCs a supplemental resource to that so we actually sent nurses down to their county and this is a prime example of where volunteers can be such an asset these are nursing volunteers that either may have had time off or retired and they could go down and supplement uh, support and bring that information back to us and that's another thing that they're trained on again that we can do
1: now if people uh, were interested in uh, volunteering could they just go to ccc-pc.org and get information to do so
3: yeah there's a link there
1: perfect awesome
2: but yep. the best way to do it is to contact yep. um, Pierce County Medical Reserve Corps oh, directly, okay. mm-hmm. um, and we'll send you out uh,
3: a application, or you mm-hmm. can come in and get one. There's one on the website as well, PierceCountyMRC.org.
1: Okay, perfect. So PierceCountyMRC.org, and we'll be putting that in all of our links and stuff like that, and right onto the uh, the podcast page, so people can go right to it. Um, And so you're talking about uh, registered nurses, um, other medical professionals that can help out. But like, if you're say you're not one of those people and you don't have that specific (laughs) training, how can you uh, assist and uh, help out with that?
2: Well, we use both. We use medical. And we use non medical. Okay. Um, I used to be medical, I'm not any longer, so I do the logistics part. Oh, okay. Um, so I would go, I would do the paperwork, I'd do the setup. Um, uh, I the might,
1: glamorous job. Yeah,
2: help get, them, the help get them organized, you know,
1: whatever mm-hmm. they need. So there's, there's definitely places for people for administrative work or all the way down Ab, just to like yes. gophers who just want to help out. Um, uh, is there an age requirement? Can like teens who want to help out do so as well?
3: Sure. We'll do 16 to 18 and there's, okay. there's some events and things that they can do and I know they have hours they have to do mm-hmm. uh, for school. So we'll, we yeah. can help with that in general. But 18 and over is the best just because we do serve vulnerable populations and we want to make sure we're putting those into. Individuals in a, in a good situation. So, yeah.
1: and uh, how did you guys get started with it? I mean, you've yeah. been Stephanie. You've been here for seven years. Yes. Uh, how did you decide that you wanted to be a part of this? <laughs>
3: I, I was told no. Oh. <laughs> um, I moved here specifically for a job, and MRC was one of my responsibilities. Okay. Um, and so, I think this is a good conversation. Kind of back to Citizen Corps was established right after nine eleven. So were we. So from a national level, ah. this all happened very quickly after nine eleven because what. Uh, the government realized was that there was not a credentialing system to make sure that volunteers really were who they say, right? We don't want, oh, yeah, we don't yeah, yeah, want, yeah. Are you really a doctor? Are you really a nurse? You know, hmm. what's that? So um, we were established uh, in mid 2000s. And so uh, for our organization, and I believe Citizen Corps was roughly around then as well. Yep. Um, yep. And we became a nonprofit in uh, around 2012, 2011. And, and the reason we went to a nonprofit is just because it, you don't have to, we sit under the health department and have that affiliation. As well, but it also allows us to do more community work, funding okay. things like that. Um, Does that
1: kind of cut down on the red tape then a little bit at that point, or is there um, still just a bunch of red tape? I just whenever yeah. I hear government, I just sure. imagine red tape and the, sure. the the checks and balances.
3: It, it goes both ways, right? Okay. So working under the government gives us a lot of flexibility in one direction, and then being a nonprofit gives us flexibility in a totally different direction. Oh, nice. um, We're also a free clinic, so being a nonprofit allowed us to be a free clinic where under the government we wouldn't necessarily have been able to do that. Is um, it just wouldn't have made sense? Okay, yeah. So it just totally depends on the situation, but we have the flexibility to kind of pivot in the medical world the mm-hmm. way we need to. Um, but most traditional MRCS are within the health department or government systems, and mm-hmm. we still have that relationship. So I plan we plan to maintain that for a long yeah.
1: time. Melinda, how did you get started with all of this? Because you said you started in the <laughs> medical field and then have uh, gone not into the medical uh, side I've,
2: of it. I was in nursing oh. and um, I've, I've always volunteered. Mm-hmm. Um, I was with the Red Cross in the '90s. Um, I was with the schools when the kids were in school, and I—it's not like I wanted to get a job uh, to get paid. <laughs> I have a husband that takes care of me, so I just felt like it was um, duty to a the good,
1: community. It seems really,
2: really good use of my time. And mm-hmm. I, the the other thing, if I look back at my beginning, I got a. A master's in health systems leadership from um, USF, and and my my cover letter was, I wanted to do emergency emergency management, emergency setup, emergency care for people who were in that state, mm-hmm. and and hence. Yeah, I was a friend. I'm a friend of the health departments. So <laughs> and, <I> got it. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and <laughs> they, I made her a board member. <laughs> <laughs> they, they got me in there.
1: Congratulations on that. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I mean, so it really feels like uh, you have a strong, strong sense of community. Like all three of you really do at this point, because right. it seems to uh, one of those things is that we don't necessarily. Uh, like people just don't necessarily talk to each other that much in community. And it seems like in order to be able to do so and deal with these emergency situations, like when we talked with Josh at CRT originally back before this, it was one of those things where it's like, you kind of need to go out and talk to your neighbors so you can establish stuff like this. But with what we're doing at this point is also just making sure that everyone is like on the up and up to make sure, Hey, (laughs) like you said, yes, they are the doctors. They are the people that you can trust in these emergency situations. Marv, how did you uh, get started with all of this? Boy, um,
4: somehow I wound up working for FEMA and uh, going out on disasters, uh, both as a public affairs officer and as a photographer. And most of the disasters I would be both, which is a unique dual role in that I had to get out in the field Mm -hmm. to really where everything was. So I really got to communicate with people. And um, actually, help coordinate some efforts on Katrina. I actually was the first person that was brought in on Katrina when wow. it was hit in Florida. My plane was landing at Orlando. I didn't know this. Usually, I come in a week or two afterwards. And I look out the window and I realize that's a hurricane out oh, there and geez. it's over Miami. And I'm going, Holy crap! You know, I'm yeah, right on top yeah. of this one. And so they had to hold me up because they, they knew I would go down there right in the middle of it, you know. So they mm-hmm. held me up and released me uh, finally about five hours later. And uh, that was an experience.
1: I would have to imagine so. I mean, yeah, like yeah. being down there as one of the first people. It, it, yeah. it, like we've seen the destruction that it did to New Orleans. We've seen yeah. the pictures, but it doesn't it's not going to really show what it is as opposed to being there in person.
4: Yeah, I, I, I tried many times, especially in Ninth Ward, to really capture a one photograph. And the closest I came was to do a 360 and stitch them together. Wow. And then I had this long, I think it was about a five foot foot high by five foot mural, if you would, spread out. That came close. But still, there was nothing like just standing there. And uh, I've got another a photograph I took. Uh, we were out with Search and Rescue in Ninth Ward and uh, we had to have security with us mm-hmm. matter of fact i've got a, a picture of a of a armored personnel carrier coming down the street that was one of our our protections in the arrow finally at noon they said okay don't need security anymore And i go oh this is interesting <laughs> are you sure and i'm out with one of the search and rescue teams and they're doing their thing and you know it takes them a while and All right, I'm getting bored. I'm going to walk down the street, and, you know, I was very nervous. I rounded this one corner, and I just froze in my tracks. It looked like something straight out of the twilight zone. Really? Cars all over the place, on top of one another, a layer of dust over everything, and there was not a sound. Not a bird, not a dog, any sound at all. It was completely dead, like I was out in the middle of nowhere. Wow. Wow. And uh, I took a picture. I raised my camera, and I took a picture of what I saw. And it still didn't really do the job because you couldn't hear anything. Yeah. But um, so anyway, that really got me out into, and a lot of times I would come across people that everybody else missed in my jobs. Well, it was not really my job to communicate with them. It was my job to do PR stuff and photography. Mm -hmm. But part of that was when I came across them, we stopped and we did what we could mm-hmm. and get them registered, whatever. So that kind of transgressed into when I decided, OK, you know, this is this is OK. But you know what? You want a little more. <laughs> I'm getting involved, a little bit older. Yeah, you know, yeah, some of this stuff yeah, is getting yeah. a little bit dangerous. Gosh, yeah. And there were some situations that I thought, mm, OK, I did take fire once, you know.
1: <laughs> really?
4: Oh, yeah. I was down in an area totally secured no it was not totally <laughs> secured it was about i think 60 miles down and 20 miles wide on a in a, i think uh parish county or plaquem i can't remember but anyway i'm out in the middle of nowhere and all of a sudden i hear shots There. You know whizzing over your head, just psh. yeah, they, they were coming around me, and I am going, okay, in time to leave, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, and at that point you just you just get the heck out of dodge and you're just like, well we were <laughs> in
4: a, well, I knew I was in an area, I mean every so once so we wind up in areas where people don't like the government, period mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we're down there to help. hey, we're not going to fight with them, fine. Oh yeah, you yeah, don't yeah, want yeah. us here we'll leave um. So, uh, uh,
1: but that wasn't scary. But there were some other things. Um, Getting shot at wasn't scary. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> yes, yeah, that's, I that's mean, like scary. it's like like Lauren Tacoma and down on the southeast side, and uh, we hear at our house we hear uh, quote unquote fireworks from the people celebrating whatever sports victory. Because I'm pretty sure that they're not fireworks, but that's what I tell my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, you, like I'm you, like I'm not like necessarily cool with all that. Yeah, you never know. But
4: no, it it was good. I had a chance to do some other things too. But I decided to come home, and there were some family issues that I needed. To, we mm-hmm. needed to, uh, a couple of my my girls needed some help. And I decided, you know, come here. And then I got involved with Citizens Corps. Mm-hmm. And uh, just been in that insight and the experience I had before I think has really kind of come full circle and been able to, to help us now, especially with us departing from uh, – Actually, having our leader be uh, Pierce County, um, there's a bunch of other things that also happen in expanding on the FEMA and DHS level. Okay. So we're undertaking a bunch of things right now to fully encompass this new stuff to help citizens that want to help out in mm-hmm. disasters. We give them a way to do that. Uh, and usually, it's through the cert program or the MRC mm-hmm. program.
1: And so, this is uh, the 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 training that people can go and attend, and yes. uh, all these different uh, sorts of, uh, I guess, yeah, those classes and seminars and such. Yes, and yes. How frequently um, are you guys doing these things? And I, I, I'm assuming they're all going to be available on the uh, Citizens Court Council of Pierce County, the events calendar, and stuff like that.
4: Yes, we the cert training goes on. There's civil cert trainers in Pierce County mm-hmm. and they do anywhere from depends which one it is I'm going to say anywhere I think from one to four is the average but I think some do up to six but there is a variety of programs going on through the different trainers okay so just each yeah. one and, and what you is do is yeah into. and if you go on our website you're going to see a portal on there of okay where, where do you live which community and then you're going to be able to see what's available in your
1: community Grit City Magazine was founded on the notion Tacoma has good stories to tell. On their site, GritCityMag.com, you'll find tons of information about the history of our city of destiny, articles on what artists and makers are doing today, and all kinds of other Tacoma stuff. There's even more cool shit on their social feeds, at Grit City Mag on Facebook and Instagram, and be sure to look for their quarterly print magazine. It's about damn time Tacoma has shown some love, thanks to Grit City Magazine for helping do it. Plus, they've got an excellent taste in names. I was just looking up online that we have, um, like, I think in the Washington and Oregon area, like, six major active volcanoes. Oh, Uh, this is
0: what I wanted to talk about. Yeah. So, I just want to know what everybody's scariest emergency thing is, right? And that's (laughs) mine, because
1: where we used to live uh, down Brogan's old place, uh, my wife, again, back to her, she was freaking out about the fact that it's kind of almost essentially part of the valley into the Lahar for uh, Rainier. And it was just like, if there's an eruption, well, first off, considering how close we are, I think we're all screwed anyway but then with the lahar added to that uh do you have a do you have a scary one uh scott you know what's been scaring me lately
0: <laughs> I'll tell oh you. this is gonna be good um, right. It's asteroids right <laughs> so um uh, this summer um i want to get on uh the, this lady from uh, i think it's called b612 um, foundation and um and okay. they monitor the sky they're a volunteer organization that monitors monitors the sky for asteroids apparently nobody really does that that's why you only hear about it like a couple months out. Well, They're like, oh, the something's going from Los Alamos we had on was yeah. saying that, was like yeah. that nobody's looking up and, and enough to catch anything. So we're just yes. going to get blindsided. Right. Anyway. <laughs> so when I started reading about how much they actually watch and like who does it. Yeah, like 12% like, yeah. of the sky can be monitored yeah, or something. Nobody's looking, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> So you're just expecting like asteroid? Did like, they just have one blow up uh, like a month
0: ago? Did you guys see that in the news? I
3: think I saw that. We don't currently do planning for asteroids. <laughs> <but maybe laughs> well, it's a it sounds like that's the
0: thing that Scott can volunteer for. He <laughs> can take <laughs> <pick> up, yeah, <laughs> right. He can, lead, he can be the spaceman,
3: asteroid team leader.
0: You guys need to start. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: So what are the ones that you guys do focus on though, like uh, training wise? Yeah, training wise.
3: Um, so so we'll focus under the government system. They'll allow volunteers to come as you're if you're a member with us. You can come to any of pretty much any of the government based. Uh, Trainings. So that can be, you know, incident command training. Uh, we provide stop the bleed training. So we are doing that right now. Stop the bleed training? Yeah. So this is trauma based. So we'll oh. teach you how to use tourniquets and packed wounds. Um, and these were some, this is best practices we know from the military, but um, in any kind of active shooter event or any other major event where you're mm-hmm. seeing trauma and mass bleeding, we're going to, we're teaching citizens and volunteers. So you don't have to be a medical person to learn how to use a tourniquet and the right way to use a tourniquet and then, and then pack. That's so
0: important. I think if we had more human beings that were just trained, and even just even just first aid, like it's just not a thing. Like they should make that like a requirement. Well,
1: one of my favorite things is every year they do the big free CPR training. Right. Yep. And uh, yeah, and that lasts for like two years or something along those lines. Isn't it? Is that correct? A couple years. A couple years. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's one of those things that people can Mm -hmm. go to. Most of the time, they will have free ones as well. So, I mean, that's. Even uh, at the most basic level, like CPR and defibrillator,
0: defibrillator uh, training, the, the heart restarters. Oh, if your friend's choking, you should learn how to save him as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: yeah. Everyone learn the Heimlich. So, just in case if somebody who may be on this podcast I feel attacked. Uh, <laughs> choked. So, this is literally what happened. Brogan, he loves bacon. He loves bacon so much. Would you like to tell the story? I hate you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we got to tell everyone right, about so it. So,
0: I went camping. Yes. And I took a bunch of the people from my business. They. You know, they didn't never been camping. They wanted to go camping. I'm like, all, right, all right, I don't know how to do that. Get up early. The birds are chirping. They're all still asleep in their little little bed. So I start making breakfast, and I cook up the biggest pile of bacon. And they've kind of all gotten up, and they're milling around, smelling bacon. Everybody's happy. And I reach over, and my man's house, go look at bacon. I grab a piece of bacon, and I fold it in half, and I bite, bite, chew, swallow. That part where the bend was didn't break in half, and it opened in my esophagus. So it was stuck in there. Broken choking ref- on me. And one of my uh, guys at Terry's, my employee. Jason from uh, Castle Sec yeah, Pro. Yeah, Jason from Castle Sec Pro. He'll save your life. He's the bacon savior. He, he walks over to me <laughs> calm as a cucumber. I'm beat red, turning purple. He turns his head sideways. He goes, Are you choking? Go, and he just, just real calm, just all right. gave me the Heimlich maneuver and we just launched that piece of bacon halfway across the campsite. So but it's yeah. important to know how to do that because yeah, right? you might be able to save my life.
2: Here you are today. More people. I want to eat.
0: I'm in the, My kids were so cute. They were like, are you going to be mad at bacon? <laughs> you can't stay mad at bacon. You can't
1: stay mad at bacon.
0: <laughs> they really thought that I would never eat bacon again.
1: <laughs> you, you
0: just
4: never know when your training's are going to
0: come in handy. It's and absolutely that's, true. Yeah. I, I'd never choked on anything before like that, ever. You and, should, I mean, that's uh, a horrific feeling
2: learn I, how to do it yourself oh, too
0: well i i knew i was looking around going i'm gonna have to jump on that on the corner of that <laughs> yeah. picnic table Oh yeah like on the yeah.
1: sides of that table or a chair or something like that yeah. be able to do yeah. that yeah.
0: theoretically that's supposed to work more, yeah. more importantly i'm like what am i gonna do yeah. like, i'm trying to swallow making it worse i'm like okay and i mean I'm at that point
1: die. at, the, at <laughs> that point when he started to heimlich you were already like blacking out right i yeah, mean, it was getting
0: about, scary yeah Jeez. damn yeah see this Thank is you. why i
1: don't like to go camping
4: but well, that's one reason why why between Medical Reserve Corps and CERT that we give, you know, basic medical training and what to do. And the CERT, you asked a question earlier, yeah. you know, what what types. But we give a general course, mm-hmm. okay, that you can use that for anything. You could be going along, a long car accident or somebody on the so there's street. A, there's or, a base or,
0: level, just like a, a basic Yeah, a ba- CERT there's course, some very
4: you- basic level and, and – um, I even forget what some of the the three the three things are, but one of them is stop the bleeding
1: yeah 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 absolutely
4: that 's very important um, and of course, when somebody 's not breathing you 've got to clear the air right way and and some other procedures to take. Just like
0: CPR. Are you choking? You know, yeah. like, can you breathe? Yeah, no.
4: Yeah, am <laughs> so scared. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, he was in the Marines. He's like, believe me, if this had gotten worse, I can give you a trachea. If not, I've got a tool in my bag that we can shove down your throat. It'll fix it. It'll be okay. Like, that's the advanced course.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah. But if he whips out his hunting knife, I, you know. Yeah, well, that's, that's not the one. <laughs> I don't want that to happen to me. And I also took a uh, training course from the uh, mountaineering. Club here. Oh, uh, they actually good. take yep. people up and yep. take you snowshoeing and yep. teach you They're very good. Like, all right, so you fell on a tree well. You're, yeah. you know, there's like two things you can do before you die. Oh yes. <laughs> or Jeez. here's how you use a ice axe. There's actually a video of it on YouTube in case anybody doesn't believe I did this. Yeah, I look ridiculous. They're teaching really? you how to like like how to fall, how to yes. how, like yep. what happens. Here's an avalanche. Here's your best way to survive. How come this yeah. is the first time we're hearing about this? Because I don't want you guys to look at the video. Oh, oh we're gonna right? Right? <laughs> come on! <now. laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Mountaineering got it on. All right, cool. yeah. But no, it's really. I it, mean, <laughs> all those little things. Like yeah, sure. Like you never think. Mm-hmm. Well, ice axes are pretty cool. They have a lot of ways that they can save your life. There's like four different. It's positions. There's A lot of ways that. they
4: can kill you too if you yeah, if you, you use you, them
0: wrong. Yeah, they're sharp. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, don't hit yourself in the thigh with one. Wow. Yeah. You mm-hmm. Maybe maybe go to that training. Yeah, <laughs> but I mean, is is that kind of the SWAT? Like, what's the weirdest cert course you guys have? The weirdest Ooh. one. Weirdest. Oh, I don't. I don't. The know most unorthodox. unorthodox we, a that, we've got. We don't call we've weird, got a, but, a weird one because.
4: I want to say we keep it pretty basic and effective in what people can, you know. You really concentrate on, on what they can remember, mm-hmm. and and, and basic do you do? things, you know. Stop
0: yeah. the bleeding, mm-hmm. etc. So, what as our community can we do? Like, oh, can we do to help this? Because in my head, I'm making up like a little project. I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. so you know, it'd be really popular for you guys. Hooking up with like one of those goofy and it's silly and kind of kitschy but like the those big outdoor zombie apocalypse people oh okay. I was just thinking oh, zombie apocalypse yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it's I know it seems silly, but I mean they've got thousands oh. and thousands of people, and if you guys went at it from an actual perspective, okay, yep. you just got bit by a rabid human being. <laughs> what are you going to do What are you going to do? Public <laughs> health crisis, yeah. Well, we have a couple of
4: things. Um, one, and I'm trying to remember because I think Pierce County has changed the name of the program, but one is PC Net. Correct, yep. And uh, Net is a community-based, like an HOV, you know, Homeowners Association, HOA. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, HOA, yeah, yeah. Um, and that works real good. Matter of fact I'd like to talk a little bit about Fox Island.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah this Island. is
4: exactly what Fox Island to me Fox Island's done the ideal situation. Okay, Fox Island, most of you're familiar with it, it's got one bridge going across it and yeah. that bridge I don't know what I can legally say about that bridge, but it's been in the newspaper I grew up here. Okay. I grew up in Gig Harbor. Yeah, okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, okay. They do not expect that bridge to survive. Even a little earthquake.
1: Oh, my gosh. So, basically, at that point, if there is even the smallest of earthquakes that are I I shouldn't say survive.
4: I shouldn't say survive. That's not true. They expect not to be able to use that bridge. Yes. Because one of the first things that's going to happen is going to happen with the Tacoma Narrows Bridge as well. They're going to be shut down until they can be inspected. Oh, that's a good point. Now, where do you think Tacoma Narrows Bridge is, and where do you think— Fox Island Bridge is.
1: <laughs> On the priority list? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, well, you look both at the are way too. down at
4: the bottom because it's going to be the, the overpass and the I-5 corridor. Oh, yeah.
1: Good point. Good point.
4: Yeah, okay. So we have to get realistic in our thinking, even if you're in just a regular community. But especially if you're someplace like Fox Island. Now, they went around, and they're members of Pepsi, which is Peninsula Emergency Preparedness Coalition, mm-hmm. which I also used to be uh, chairman for oh, okay. at cool. one point. That was actually the first— actually i 've been doing that one for a long time but um, well, anyway they 're really the community based thing they're they 're just a local community they 've taken the whole peninsula, and their thing was getting organized Well to me, Fox Island is the epitome of that quote the whole combination of what they were attempting to do. They know everybody, almost everybody on the island. they know all the doctors, they know all the nurses. And they've got all their key people that they would need in a disaster. They already have them spotted out, and in the program, so that the whole Fox Island
1: community can come together. Yeah, and I, yeah, Fox Island's pretty cool. I remember yeah. uh, Josh from CERT talking about yeah. that, where it's like just like go and meet your neighbors, like on your block, yes. and see yes. which one is yeah yes. a medical professional, or which one has the big
0: truck, Lewis. or any of those like.
1: Top to bottom, just knowing your neighbors
0: well map, fox map Island, your
2: neighbor yeah map your neighborhood yeah. fox yeah. island's
0: a great example anyway, because in Pierce County, they have the lowest turnover in housing sales. More people have lived long term on Fox Island than just about anywhere else in Pierce County,
1: yep. it seems that, yeah so the, the, they mean the when you know your neighbor,
0: there. you really know your neighbor, I mean, they watched your kids grow up i mean yeah. that's pretty cool, well and that was I one of. The,
1: that's one of the things when I, when I bought my house I realized that I'm going to be In this neighborhood You know Hopefully you know Knock on wood and all of that That I'll be there for You know Years decades to come And so even if it's just The the, the renters I want to know the renters Because then I'll hopefully Eventually be able to meet The homeowners And then as you go around You can meet all of those Different people You get a general layout Of uh, just everybody In that neighborhood And I think that's what You need to do at this point
0: It makes you feel safer
1: It does um, Because you just Even if it's just Talking to them from the from the front lawn once in a while you know sure. it helps out a lot and I don't think that nowadays people necessarily even want to do that as a renter especially across the street from crazy make a nasty lady <laughs> oh well we had a, I had a lady that I was living across from um but it's like one of those things where you you don't generally think that okay well I don't want to ever talk to anybody because one person might be a little bit well she was really off but. Yeah. I wouldn't have talked to her, and I yeah. used to live there, too. Well, we know
3: social capital and social connectedness is actually good for your health. Really? It is, actually. There's data that shows that. So if you have connectedness in your community, you will have a, a generally better, better health. But I want to take it back to kind of your question and up a notch, too. It's Knowing your neighbors is first and foremost. But what we, we've done some research, and Pierce County Neighborhood Emergency Team, so that PCNet... Um, and some of the other work we've done, we've found that people go, oh, I'm good. I'm going to go to the church or I'm going to go to the community center. But what they don't know is that that church in the community center doesn't know that 150 people are about to show up. Oh yeah. So personal preparedness, but then knowing your neighborhood is another piece of that layer that we're working on right now is. So if people say they're going to go to their local church, maybe that's something we need to look at is should we be well, working with the churches or working with the community every centers Every building to be has got
0: an exit plan what is it right. your neighborhood
3: Right Right oh, yeah, I never good. thought about
0: that Yeah, yeah that's, that's a great. really good point yep.
3: But yep. the other thing is
2: in the event of, of an emergency you the the word is you've got days days, days. Maybe, maybe many like many, many maybe, days maybe a week or so
4: weeks weeks before somebody's yes. going
2: to help you So yeah. if you yeah get your neighbors Get them insert. They'll know how to help you. Well, that,
0: the, yeah, go ahead. This last go-round of this big snow that we had in my I neighborhood, guess. that was a great example. I mean, they yeah. actually set up an emergency line, for, and I thought it was great. i I just wanted to know when they were going to come. I have a sports car. I can't get out of my house. <laughs> I've been in my house for seven days. I'm like, when's the plow coming? I've seen the plow. I had to yeah. walk to work. <laughs> Maybe you need <laughs> to think about that. You need something besides a sports car. The <laughs> problem is I only needed it one time in 10 years. So, But I called I called the, the emergency hotline they set up. And the lady, first off, was about as pleasant a human being as I've ever spoken to. And I know that she's been getting angry phone calls mm-hmm. for days. But they have so many other things. So like, okay. Tell us about – and they treated me like I could have a serious situation. I'm like, no, nah, I'm just an asshole in my house that really just wants to leave. But, I mean, they're like, okay, do you need medication? Is your, is your medication expired? Or are you – do you need to get to – do you need emergency medical attention? We can help you get that. Do you just need to make it to your doctor's appointment? Do you need to do all these things all over a little bit of snow? I thought to myself, that's a pretty damn cool thing. Yeah. And those are all volunteers. Yes. It yeah. was amazing. Yeah. We're working,
4: yeah, and we're we're still in this reorganization. I call it a reorganization with the county, Um, and that's really kind of not a good term to use, let's say restructuring or under the new procedure. We're still working that out, and instantly our our Pierce County Department of Emergency Management had a good system, and they Mm -hmm. worked, Um, and we, we were in communication with them as citizens corps, just to make sure everything was flowing and good, and it was like, okay, yeah, we're doing fine. Uh, if we need you, we'll call you. But meanwhile, we're doing the kind of stuff we should be. We're getting all our stuff, making sure everybody is all ready to go in case they call us. Mm-hmm. Nice, nice. And and that's, you know, when when I want to back up a minute because this falls right into what you guys are talking about in your community. Don't just get to know your neighbor. Get active in your church. Or in your whatever club,
1: yeah, whatever. One of the Pete. thing, yeah. One of the things I've been doing is uh, going to the monthly neighborhood meetings, yeah. and then also what the East Side they had the enact. So yes. I've been going to those as well. And uh, like for the neighborhood meetings, we have a small, a very small group of people. Maybe six to eight people will show up once a week, and then anybody who wants to complain about the drones in the park, they'll show up once a month, you know, once a year or so. Um, but then I was really surprised at how many people showed up at the enact uh-huh. uh, meetings. Like we've got people from fire, public schools, um, police, uh, medical. Anything else going on, uh, Council what, Members? What's the enact means? Uh, the it's the East Side Neighborhood Alliance, something Tacoma okay. Advisory
3: Council. Yeah, that oh. is it. It wasn't even close at there. all. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, so I went to my first one, and it was it was kind of an eye opening experience, and uh, because they, they're they're very structured, uh, and they actually they're looking at all parts of the community, and if you're not a part of a church or if you're not a part of any o- other organization which I'm not of, uh, it was a good way to meet other people in your community, not just the ones that are running it, the board members and the, the people who are in the medical, but also just your neighbors in, in, in general. And also, at the same point, seeing uh, the Safe Streets people as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I met, uh, we had a couple that come to those as well. And so when you're involved with the Safe Streets, uh, they're doing their own thing, but they've got a limited uh, amount of personnel as well. So uh, just getting to know those people, you're going to end up knowing a lot of people
0: from uh, all, uh, all aspects of uh, the Citizen Court Council. All right. And I still didn't, we still didn't quite get there. What can the community do to support you guys?
2: So yeah, we're so nonprofit, both. Okay. Uh, Citizen Corps is nonprofit and so is MRC. And neither get an income. No one no one gets money. Mm-hmm. Um, that stopped It's like a podcast. Yeah. Years <laughs> ago. Yeah,
4: yeah and it's not about and, Patreon. And, and so, so one of the things we've we've done on our website, on I should say the Citizens Corps website, is you know, we've got a place there for, where you can make donations and some of those donations go for our CERT programs, which, quite frankly, take up a lot because not everybody can afford a CERT kit. Mm -hmm. And then we've got the trainers. So um, that's why we support all that as well as... I'm not sure what the county is doing anymore. The county used to
2: do that. But it's 100% volunteer. Yep. Both are 100% volunteer. And um, I I would recommend that... In your heart, if you know you would volunteer in the event of any disaster, mm-hmm. if you believe you would do that, you need to sign up. You yeah. need to sign up. You need to get an emergency worker card. Because if there's an event and some you want to come, you think people are going to come in mass, we can't take you. We can't verify. Yeah. yeah.
4: We don't We've got to have that are. worker's card.
2: You need your worker's card. You need some connectivity. You need to know what to do. Um, if it's a mass a mass
3: immunization, mm-hmm. you get just-in-time training and mm-hmm. then? Yeah, no, I mean, it's just it goes, yeah, we, we'll do all the just-in-time training, but at least you'll be in the mix. So especially for medical providers, and this goes to general volunteers too, we already do the pre-vetting. So as a community member, you're going to actually get all of that done, and you'll get liability and L&I insurance coverage when you volunteer. Oh, wow. Okay so the good Samaritan law gets you so far we take you the next mile nice and so that's and that
1: is a fear because you don't realize right? it's like you go to in like an accident or you see an accident happen yep. and the, the, yep. the fear was like oh, I'm going to help this person and then maybe or maybe not you did something to worsen right. the situation uh, because you're not properly trained or it was perceived that you exactly. That. exactly exactly right. and that's one of those things yep. where the good Samaritan laws will protect you but even with the vetting that you guys have it'll go even further that's awesome
3: yeah and I mean it's all under the concept of what the emergency is and if we activate volunteers and all those things that coverage goes into play but it is it mean especially for liability that's a that's a thing so so,
0: so there's definitely an opportunity for donation yes mm-hmm. is there fundraising opp- opportunities like do you guys do anything mm-hmm. that might be able to be like a fundraiser, like a zombie apocalypse training course. <laughs> we, have,
4: we haven't explored that yet, but At who knows, you know, that, well, that it, might be a lot of
0: money right? yeah, for them doing that. I know that's you, you guys might want to look. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> oh, that's a good idea on that. But I know. I'm I know. am on fire today. One of the <laughs> cheese it's and everything.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. I, so, yeah, Brogan, uh, it's a small aside, Brogan, you managed to bring in some um, amazing uh, Grit City Grub here, dude. Yeah. Like, some, yeah.
0: I smoked some white chair cheese it's if anybody <laughs> else would like some
1: them. I know Stephanie had some. Yeah. how do you think of them?
3: They were really good, not what I expected. <laughs> I don't know, right? Yeah, the
1: baked cheeses. You're the man. I know. It's just like them. Because <laughs> yeah, so, people love point. it when we eat on podcasts.
4: One point I want to bring up you know, uh, you can register with Citizens Corps. Mm-hmm. You can just be anything. Yeah. You, you can register with us, especially if you're an organization.
1: Oh, yeah, that's a good point like, because you can like, have organizational partnerships and such.
4: Yeah, right. Yes, like churches or, or anything that provides a shelter, mm-hmm. uh, food, clothing. Um, maybe we've got, uh, let's take an example uh, of, uh, let's say, some flooding or a tornado hits or whatever. And you've got a, uh, uh, let's say, a handicapped person. Mm-hmm. And, and they've got a ramp that needs to be rebuilt oh, or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. You know, access. Maybe they just need transportation. Um you know, and if you're a part of an organization like the 4x4s, mm-hmm.
1: okay. Wait, wait, the 4x4s? I'm not familiar with the 4x4s. Uh, four-wheel drive vehicles. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They would come and you. Yeah, they actually have associations. <laughs> That's a good point.
4: A, and I forget the exact name of the one here, but I think it's the 4x4 something. Okay, yeah, um, nice. Um, but if you're that kind of an organization, you're just a group, maybe you're another group, and, oh, yeah, hey, we're a group of 4x4s. Nobody knows we exist. Hey. Become a member.
1: Oh, that's a good Doesn't point. Doesn't cost
4: anything, mm-hmm. and because they needed those, they were getting tapped out on our last event. Right? Oh, yeah, oh, you yeah.
0: got to have. You got a bunch of kids. They're hungry. You were not prepared for
4: the snow. Well, mainly it was uh, uh, transportation. They, the we had. We, there was a priority list. And most important were first responders, mm-hmm. getting them in and out because they they needed transportation. Some of no. them needed transportation. That's even a step so, more. serious so th- yeah. yeah. So there's that. Um, and if you're doing anything to help support in a disaster, you should be a member of it so that we know about you. You can be a point. Yeah. Have a point because of contact. At we that are yeah, coordinating yeah, yeah. those resources. And we can't coordinate if we don't know. Now, we've been doing this a while, so usually we know everything that's going on out there, but not always. And we don't always have the correct information. And then, of course, if you want to join Medical Corps, Mm -hmm. which is excellent, too. Like they're saying, you don't have to be a medical-qualified person. You also need to register with them. So each one of those should be done separately or, like, any part of organization. So the MRC and ideally best coverage yes definitely
1: oh perfect awesome
0: I'm just my brain is ablaze over here with great ideas. I know, I know. Look I'm in full mean. fundraising mode, man. I'm I'm making like little yeah, first it, aid it, kits. It, and it we're it, just smoking there. I'm not yeah. sure. It is. We're just gonna we're gonna make some zombie apocalypse looking first aid kits, and we're gonna we're gonna sell them for donation, and we're gonna give them the money, and it's gonna be so great. I love this. This all in my head.
1: Well, and if uh, if you guys have ideas, or if you just want to donate either your time or money, volunteering or give donations, uh, please do check out ccc-pc.org for the Citizen Corps Council of Pierce County. Also for the MRC, the PierceCountyMRC.org. All the information is going to be there. Also, straight up on this podcast or at GritCityPodcast.com. We will have all of the links, and we'll have all of you guys on there. Melinda, Stephanie, Marv, uh, seriously, guys, thank you so much for being a part of uh, the Grit City Podcast today. Well, thank you for having us here today. Our pleasure. If you guys have any more uh, strange guests or some fun (laughs) stuff that you guys want to uh, have us talk to, you can do so just by sending us an email, info at GritCityPodcast.com podcastcom Shoot us Facebook messages and uh, uh, subscribe to our Patreon because if you go to Patreon.com slash Podcast and you are a person who donates and patrons that, we have an archive of all of our old episodes. We've got t-shirts available, hoodies uh, <laughs> done by the awesome Shroom Brothers. Uh, check them out for all sorts of crazy art along those lines as well. Brogan, you look like you're thinking about something.
0: I am. You should tell them about the Patreon while I figure this out.
1: I will continue to talk about the Patreon. On. You can do the $4 version, which is basically like just like a, buck, a uh, buck an episode. Yeah. You can do the $50 business one, much like our bacon savior, Jason, who we talked about. And <laughs> because if it does come up, we'll talk. Uh, yeah, you know. that's
0: the easiest and cheapest way to get an ad, right? Yeah, exactly. Because we all talk right. all about that. You good? Go, bro. I think so. You all know right, what then. I just found out? No. What did and you and just find out? And I was really out? hoping it'd have a way better name. Scott Servers from uh, Meteoraphobia.com. Meteor phobia oh, yeah. You have the fear of meteors No I'm not scared of them No yeah you are guy um, has
1: meteor phobia I, I just think phobia. it's something We
0: shouldn't look out it's for It's actually That's a all. whole like, I was really hoping had like a really weird Phobia name but. Uh, <laughs> well there's uh, plenty
1: of things That uh, are beyond just uh, meteors That might actually happen Like volcanoes or earthquakes They or are zombies. gonna
0: happen dude Or zombies Jesus <laughs>
1: <laughs> You guys thank you so much For listening And uh,
0: <laughs> Look at him he's mad <laughs> <laughs> We're out of here Alright goodbye You've been
1: listening to the Grid City Podcast. Check them out at gridcitypodcast.com.